21st Century Dragon. As the rain danced off the pavement of Glendalewood High Street, a suspicious figure dressed in a long brown coat scurried down the road. It was close to midnight, and the gloomy streetlights barely lit their disguised face. They could have simply been a shadow for all we know. The streak of darkness was carrying what looked like a cardboard box of shoebox size and variety and was constantly flicking their head over their left shoulder, then their right, then their left, and so on, checking they weren't being followed. The figure stopped suddenly, sharply changed direction, and marched through countless puddles to the doorstep of a shop. They crouched down and gently placed the box on the floor then looked up to read the flickering neon sign. Dr. Doop's exotic pet employed. Then just like that, the figure disappeared into the darkness. Derek Doop had inherited Dr. Doop's exotic pet emporium from his grandmother, Petunia Doop, and had owned the shop for just over a year. He was used to being all around all sorts of unusual and unique animals, but he felt rather out of his depth running a business. His phone chimed as the digital clock face rolled over to 6am and he flung his arm to the side to switch off the alarm. He sighed. (sighs) Feeding time, I suppose. He clambered down his creepy bunk bed steps and popped on his fluffy slippers and slid down the fireman's pole that went directly from his bedroom to the shop floor. A cacophony of chirps, hisses and croaks greeted Derek and his fluffy slippers. The animals knew it was time for breakfast. Derek opened the freezer and the chilly stench punched his nostrils hard. He still wasn't used to the smell of frozen reptile food and he questioned really whether he would ever be. He methodically chucked the food into the corresponding cages and enclosures and let out a big yawn. I wonder what today will bring. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. And today is a gift. That's why they call it the present, he recited. It was what his grandmother Petunia used to tell him every morning when he helped out around the shop. He missed his grandmother dearly. She was a strong woman, emotionally and physically. She devoted her life to caring for some of the world's deadliest animals, yet she never once raised her voice or even seemed scared. I don't know if you know somebody like this, but her general presence felt like a hug for your heart. The reason Derek agreed to take on the shop is because he didn't want to let his grandmother down. He often wondered if she thought he was doing a good job and just wished he could feel her reassurance one more time. This sentimental remembering from Derek was put to an abrupt end. He sniffed. Is that... Smoke? He panicked. Was the shop on fire? Were the animals safe? Why wasn't the smoke alarm going off? He raced around the shop looking for the source of the smoky aroma. Ah! He exclaimed, pointing to the front door window. There was a cloud of light grey smoke drifting up to the sky. Derek didn't know what to do. He paused for a second. Then, finally, instinctively walked towards the front door of the shop. He took the hoop of keys off the hook on the wall and fumbled for the front door padlock. It clicked open... He unbolted the remaining barricades between the shop and outside and yanked the doors open, scared at what blazing inferno he may be face to face with. The doors swung open and... 
Oh. There was a subtly smoking cardboard box on the doorstep. Derek picked it up to inspect. It looked like a shoe box, but it was too heavy to have a pair of shoes in it. Derek thought about shaking it, but realised that people had dumped abandoned animals on the doorstep before, and he didn't want to injure what may be inside. He waited for the smoke to almost disappear, and decided to take the box into the shop to figure out what was in it. Carefully, he placed the cardboard enclosure onto a work surface, and slowly slid the lid to one side. A gentle puff of smoke seeped through the gap. Derek finally took the lid completely off and stared in utter disbelief. What is that? He thought. The creature inside the box peered its head out and made eye contact with Derek. It was emerald green with a long scaly tail and a pointy tip with two looming wings. It couldn't be... Could it? Thought Derek. It was an actual dragon there in his shop. How is this possible? Dragons aren't real. Surely, surely this is a prank. Maybe he was still asleep though. He rubbed his eyes and sure enough, there was the little green dragon still there right in front of him. Derek didn't know what to do. He knew how to care for iguanas and tarantulas, but he couldn't exactly Google how to take care of a dragon. Then he heard some faint flapping from behind him. Oh no, it better not be flying. He turned around and there, swooping around the store, was the little green dragon, doing loop-de-loops and waving to the other animals in the shop. Derek just stood there, stunned. Well, at least it's not breathing far. And fate, well and truly tempted, just like that, the dragon hiccuped. A little ball of fire out. The heat nearly took Derek's eyebrows straight off. Okay, that's enough now, Derek pleaded with the dragon. But the dragon flew over his head into the bathroom. Derek heard another hiccup and a puff of smoke. He ran to the toilet and saw the condensation from the smoke on the mirror. He pulled his sleeve over his palm, rubbed the fog off the mirror. And then... Perhaps even more unbelievable than a literal dragon being left in his shop, Derek saw words written in the mirror, formed in the residue left behind from the condensation. He squinted to make out a sentence. You're doing great, sweetheart. Love, P. He couldn't believe it. His grandmother had sent him a message. It was the reassurance he needed. He didn't know what to do or say, so he saw the dragon and picked her up gently and gave her a cuddle. A single tear dropped from Derek's cheek as he snuggled into his new green friend. I think I'll call you Petunia, he said. 